Welcome to Kylie Mentors Moms, a podcast where you can feel empowered in your role as a business owner and a mother. I'm your host, Kylie Ann, a mom of three and wearer of all of the hats. Let's get started. Okay, now that the important stuff is out of the way, we're back to business after the quarantine. We are letting go of mom guilt and balancing our work life and our family life and we're using a babysitter during work hours. I want to talk about something that's really fun, which is my number one secret to real business success. So in my decade as an entrepreneur, I've seen businesses start and stop, launch and fail over and over and over. I've seen my friends do it. I've seen my family do it. I've seen other, you know, business owners do it. And it's one of those things that when you're at a conference, you hear all the time. People say one in five businesses fail in the first five years and then 90% after that and then 90% the year after that and then 90% the five years after that. And I'm not mocking this statistic at all. And I don't think the statistic was completely accurate, but the point is that a lot of businesses fail within the first five years and a lot of businesses fail in the first five years after that. So in the first 10 years of business, a lot of businesses fail and I'm starting to see why. Okay. So they aren't failing because they're bad at what they do. It's interesting because you think, oh, they're just not very good at it. So they fail. Nope. They're failing because they stopped showing up. I'm not the best at what I do. I'm not the best photographer. I'm not the best business mentor. I'm not the best business owner. I'm not the best podcaster. I'm not the best at what I do, but I do not have to be the best and you don't have to be the best at what you do to succeed. All you have to do is show up every day. That is all it takes because 90% of your competition won't. They won't do the work. They won't show up. They'll stop posting on Instagram. They'll stop posting on their blog. They'll stop networking. They'll stop doing the work and their business will fail. I've actually seen this in my own business. So a few years ago, I joined an MLM company called Mascara and I am still a part of that Mascara company, which is funny because you probably haven't seen me post about it in two years. In the first year in the makeup business, I got awarded for the top 20 enrollees in the company. And I didn't even know that much about makeup. Guys, I don't even wear makeup that much. I love mascara makeup. When I do wear makeup, it's mascara. It's easy to use, easy to put on. Like it's made for people like me that don't know a lot about makeup but wanna look good quickly without a lot of product. And anyways, mascara is a great company. I didn't know a lot about it. I joined because I love the look of it. I love that it was easy to use. And I loved that I could grow another part of my business. So the problem is I stopped showing up because I have a lot of other priorities that kind of took precedence over mascara. So obviously I run the Kylie Ann Studios photography team. I do education, speaking, now podcasting. Um, I mentor people. I have three kids. I am a full-time brand photographer on top of running the Kylie Ann Studios team. So the makeup kind of fell behind And it didn't become a priority. And while I didn't completely kill my business, I do still get paychecks. Now it's like $200 a month versus the thousands I was making before. And all that I stopped doing was showing up. Did my skills change? Nope. In fact, I probably got better at everything. I got probably got better at marketing. I probably got better at makeup. I probably got better at, you know, being a leader in a MLM company. Did the makeup change? No, the makeup got better. There's more products, more colors, more 
everything. Um, the trainings got better. The um, leadership got better. I went from making thousands of dollars a month to hundreds of dollars, hundreds of dollars a month. So like cut my paycheck by like 90% because I stopped showing up. That is the only thing that I did is stop showing up. Do you want your business to grow? If you want your business to grow, you have to do the work daily. Be consistent. Show up every single day, wherever you're showing up. If it's on your blog, if it's on Instagram, if it's in person, you have to be faithful in the small things until the big things come. So seven years ago, I started blogging on KylieAnnPhotography.com three to five times a week, seven years ago. We are now in 2020, I started this in 2011, and I have blogged three to five times a week, every week for seven years. And do I still have three blogs on the calendar for next week and the week after? Yes. You have to show up. You can't just stop showing up. It's so important. So I wanna give you some practical advice that I use to help me show up and be consistent in my business. So the secret, if you haven't figured it out yet, my number one secret to real business success is being consistent daily. Being consistent, showing up, doing the work every single day. So one thing that I do in my business is I have the, rem the reminders app on my phone filled with all sorts of different lists. I know that one day I'll do a podcast on all the different lists and organizations and how I stay motivated by my list and all that one day. But today I just want to talk about one list in particular, and it's called KAS Monthly Tasks. So Kylian Studios Monthly Tasks. And that includes all the things that I know I need to do every single month. And a lot of the tasks are things that I outsource now. So, you know, I'm nine years into my business. I have multiple assistants for different parts of my business, but I have everything that I need to do on my list anyway, so that I know it's getting done, even though it's a habit, even though you know, I have people helping me in charge of these different tasks. I have a list that's all the things that I like bare minimum things I need to do every month. Some of those things are schedule daily posts on Instagram via Planoly. So I try to shoot for five posts a week. So I don't include like seven days a week, you know, five days a week on Planoly. So that is a monthly task that I do every single month is I schedule my Instagram through Planoly, which I could do a whole podcast just on scheduling Instagram. And we'll probably talk about it a little bit more in a minute. Um, another thing that I have written on there is blog three to three to five times a week. So obviously that's engraved, ingrained in me. I automatically blog three, time, three to five times a week for the last seven years, but it's on my list. So I make sure I can check these things off at the end of every month that I've done the bare minimum. Um, another thing on my list is pin all the blogs from the last month, schedule those into Tailwind to pin for the next month. Um, send out an email to my email list, listen to one new class, pay my team, I've never forgotten to pay my team, but it's something that I need to make sure that I have so I consistently do these things and create habits in my business. One thing that helps me with consistency in my business is working ahead. So there are lots of reasons to work ahead in your business. First of all, I feel like there's better quality of work when you're intentionally doing the work instead of doing it because it's last minute and you need to figure out something to post or you forgot to do something so you're doing it really quickly. 
I think that the quality of your work overall, no matter what it is that you're doing, whether it's an Instagram caption or a blog post or taking a class or making a class, when you work ahead and you're way ahead of the deadline, it's better quality. It's intentional. Second is peace of mind. I am someone that struggles with like anxiety. And if I have things hanging over my head, to-dos and um, things that I haven't got done, then I'm feeling stressed. I'm feeling anxious. My mind is in a place where I'm focusing on all the things I need to get done and I'm not focusing on the present. I'm not focusing on the task at hand because I have all these things hanging over my head. Like, I just don't understand for me. I work with a lot of photographers, obviously, because I started in the photography business. And I see these photographers that are like, I'm 30 sessions behind on editing or I'm six weeks behind on editing or I haven't blogged in six months. And these photographers are stressed. And what I try to teach them, so this concept can apply to any business, but what I try to teach people is it's going to take you the same amount of time to edit that session, whether you do it today or whether you do it in six weeks. So if you stay on top of things and you work ahead, not only will you feel less stressed, but you'll get it done ahead of time. You'll be able to wow your clients. You'll get it off your list. And it takes you the same amount of time whether you start today or whether you start in six weeks. So for me, in my head, it doesn't make sense to push it off and to make it stress and anxiety in my mind. It's peace of mind. It's a better client experience. It's better quality of work. And it's off the list. Okay. The third thing with um, working ahead is you have more time to do what you love when you work ahead because you're not focused on all the things that you're like hitting the deadlines with. So it's like when you're in school. Do you remember when you were in school and, you know, you had the some friends that, that did their science fair project the night before it was due and some friends that did the science project the day they were assigned? So if you do it the day you're assigned, then you have the rest of the two weeks to do whatever you want to do. If you procrastinate, then it's on your mind, on your mind, on your mind. You're not doing it, but it's on your mind, on your mind. And then you're doing it the last minute, super stressed out. Whereas all that time could have been relieved if you just did it in the beginning and you have more time to do what you love, okay? And then less working around the clock because it's intentional. You set up a time, you have a babysitter. You're like, this Tuesday, I'm going to schedule my Instagram for the next two weeks. And then you're not working against the clock. You're not working all the time trying to be like, oh no, it's Tuesday and I haven't posted since last Monday. I need to post right now. I don't care that my kids need me. I have to make this post because I'm behind. Do you see how working ahead can just be so much easier? Better quality of work, peace of mind, more time to do what you love, and less working around the clock. So here are some ways that I like to work ahead in my business. First, I create email templates. So every time I answer an email, I save it as a template. So for example, someone emails me and asks me for pricing. I say, obviously I'll respond to them with a personal message, which that doesn't change no matter what I'm using. The email email template does not include the personal message. So they'll say, hey, thanks for emailing us. So excited to meet your family, whatever it is. And then the template part is, this is our pricing guide. This is what it includes. This is how many photos you'll get. This is blah, blah, blah. It's the same stuff that I'm using and repeating time and time again. But now I have one template. So anytime someone messages me for pricing, which is multiple times a day, every day, I have a template and then I can write two quick sentences to personalize the email and send it off. So I have over 60 email templates. When someone messages me for mentoring, I have a template. When someone messages me 
to find out about my membership, I have a template. Once Now with po- the podcast, I'll probably create another template. Every time I get a new email, I create a new template because I know if one person asked it, it's likely that another person will ask it too. So using email templates is working ahead so that you're always, like when someone emails you, you're ready. You've done the work, it's easy. Answering emails takes me less than a minute and I answer over like 500 to 700 inquiries a year and that doesn't include like the correspondence back and forth. That's just the initial person. That's the initial email that I'm answering just in my business, you know? That doesn't include personal. That doesn't include going back and forth with the client. That's just the initial client coming in. That is a lot of emails. And if I don't have an email template, I'm constantly dreading getting on my computer answering emails. But now it's on my app, it's easy to use, and I have 60 templates stored. The next thing is schedule your social media. Guys, this is like the most life-changing. If you're not scheduling your social media, I don't even know how you're posting as much as you are because it is hard to post every day. It is hard to be consistent. It is hard to be on social media intentionally posting things that, you know, are meaningful and fit your target audience if you're not scheduling your social media ahead of time. When I when I schedule my social media time, it gives me time to plan, prepare, inspire people, educate people. It allows me to figure out how to, like, who I'm speaking to, what I'm talking about, if the caption's going to, um, you know, turn those followers into a loyal clientele? Or is it going to turn them into paying customers? Is it going to turn them into a community? Like my goal of social media is not just to post a pretty picture with, you know, a boring caption that doesn't make people feel something. I have goals on social media. They are to inspire, educate, um, create a community, um, get people into, you know, to book me for a session, either a brand session or a family session, or want to mentor with me or come over to my podcast or there's so many different things you know there's all the things that I do every single time I post something on social media it needs to have someone react and take action on one of the many things that I offer but it's not just like look at this cute family picture and then keep scrolling I need purpose behind my posts otherwise it's useless there's no point of posting on social media as a business without purpose behind it because purpose turns into profitability and I'm not there to get the most likes or to get the most followers. I'm there to bring people into my tribe, to have people hire me for family pictures, to bring people into my community. Um, So use apps to auto post or to schedule your social media. I use an app called Planoly. It looks like um, the grid on Instagram. So it's really nice because I'm able to arrange it. You know, I'm a photographer, so for me, visual is like really important. Um, So I'm able to arrange it pretty. I'm able to write my captions ahead of time. I'm able to prepare for the few weeks ahead of time without worrying about getting on every day and posting, without taking away time from my kids to make a post on social media. So I um, use Planoly. I schedule about two weeks ahead of time in advance. And then I leave gaps in my schedule for like real-time posting. So if I know like I'm going to post a new podcast on Wednesday, but I don't have the content ready, I can add a placeholder in its place so that on Wednesday I can make what like my podcast is live. This is what it's about. 
as a business owner and a mother juggling all the different things, I don't have time to waste trying to come up with a caption while my kids are running around me, while I'm trying to make dinner, while I'm waking up in the morning and everyone needs something. So I have to do it ahead so that it's, you know, it's intentional and it's done and it's off my plate. Next is hire help before you don't have time to train them. So look ahead at your year, schedule in, you know, your house cleaners, your babysitters, your um, assistants in times where you know you're going to be extra busy. For example, when I was a wedding photographer, I knew that it was going to be crazy June, July, and August. So those were the times that maybe I'd hire a cleaner during those months. Or I would definitely make sure I had a babysitter coming on the Monday after a wedding weekend so that I could edit and call and get ahead of my schedule. So look at your calendar. Whatever profession you're in, I'm sure there's different seasons that are busier and different than others. And find the people that you need during those times and get them on your schedule. Next, it's so important to use a calendar. We can't always control when we work, but we can control when we don't work. So I, on my calendar, I'll schedule off kid days, I'll schedule family days, I'll schedule um, days that I know I need to work, days I work on the podcast, days I edit, days I clean. Like I use a calendar for everything and put my different tasks into my calendar. And I'm going to talk all about like calendars and to-do lists and all that on a different episode, but just start using calendar. It will just take all of the stuff you have in your brain and all the things that you are thinking about you need to do, need to do and putting them into your calendar so you don't have to constantly try to remember what you need to do and just know on Tuesday I'm going to clean my house. So I don't need to think about cleaning my house Saturday, Sunday, and Monday because I know I'm going to clean it on Tuesday. And then last, when you're in slower seasons, organize your closets and your drawers and purge update your computer, collaborate your screens, um, you know, update your equipment. It's so nice to like purge and get rid of things during my off seasons so that I feel lighter and it's easier to clean and keep my house just um, in order during the busy seasons. So when anytime I have a few days off, I'll go through and I'll just go through all of our closets and drawers and get rid of garbage and things that have just collected there during the busy seasons. And it allows me to continue to like keep my house in order even when I'm super busy because I focus extra hard on it in the slow seasons. So those are my little tips for working ahead and getting on top of your life so that you can be more consistent in your business. So like I said in the beginning, if you want your business to grow, you need to do the work. You need to be consistent. You need to show up and be faithful in the small things so that when the big things come, you're ready. Thank you for being here on the Kylie Mentors Moms podcast. If you have a friend that needs to hear this message, please share. Hang out with us daily at Kylie and Studios on Instagram and use the hashtag Kylie Mentors Moms.